Thank you for checking out Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people with a heart for students. And today we have with us our district secondary teacher of the year, Alejandra Grijalva. Tell us a little bit about what it feels like to be the district, because you were the campus first, but then you beat out all the other secondary teachers to be the district teacher of the year. Hi, thank you for having me. It feels very good, to be honest. It's very exciting, um, not just because we as teachers look for recognizement, but for students, because I think it's a good example for students. It's a good uh, opportunity for them to see um, that are a good ro role model. Absolutely. So you've been with Tyler ISD for 10 years. Tell us a little bit about your journey, where all you've worked in different, I know you've worked in different sections. Tell us about that. Yes, I started working for Tyler ISD back in 2012. I started working as a paraprofessional hired by Ms. Donna Bundy at yes. Birdwell. I worked there for three years as a paraprofessional and then I went to finish my degree and I stopped for a year because I had to do my student teaching and then I came back as a teacher, as a kindergarten teacher. So I have worked there um, as a paraprofessional, then kindergarten teacher for five years. And now I am one of the middle school teachers for Birdwell as well. So all of my teaching experience has been at Birdwell. So you have been at Birdwell Dual Language Immersion this entire time. Mm -hmm. And you have taught kindergarten and then you've taught middle school. That's kind of a big difference. Um, I know they have to tie a lot of shoes in kindergarten and then middle school. Oh my gosh, they're going through puberty and you're dealing with all of that. <laughs> like you have all these outside things. Which, what do you like more? What's the biggest difference? Well, I really enjoyed being in kindergarten, but I wanted to move up to a different grade level because I needed to be challenged. I wanted to be challenged. And middle school, I enjoyed very much. You would think it's a lot different than kindergarten, <laughs> but um, they have similar things going some things on, attitudes. Yes. yes, some things do stay the same. <laughs> but I do enjoy um, them you know, they're growing, they're becoming their own, you know, self, they're curious. curious. They yes. just want to know more. I love that. Well, speaking of curiosity, um, you wanted to continue your education. So you did not stop at your bachelor's. You've gone on and gotten your master's. Tell us a little bit about that and, and what led you to do that. Yes, I obtained my master's from UT Tyler. Um, I think I was into my fourth year of teaching kindergarten when I did it. So I do have a master's in educational leadership. I do look forward to maybe having a different role in the district, but not right now, maybe later on. Not right now. <laughs> well, you do kind of have a little bit of a different role because I understand that you just were awarded a grants for great ideas from the Tyler ISD Foundation. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, um, I was honored to be one of the recipients from TISD Foundation. I received a grant for uh, the Journalism Club at Birdwell. It was an idea that we had last year and it came to life this year. So Journalism Club is a club where students are pretty much responsible for making the announcements, making a monthly newsletter. And then this year we also created a yearbook. Well, they created the yearbook. I'm just a facilitator. They're the ones in charge. They're the ones taking pictures, creating everything. 
Well, that is very exciting. Congratulations on that Thank too. You. It sounds like you've had a great year so far. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how you came into this profession. What made you want to become a teacher? Is this something that you've wanted to do since you were little or is this something where you got into college and you're like, hey, I think this might be my path? Funny story. Uh, my mom was a kindergarten teacher, oh. and then one of my aunts was an elementary teacher. So since a uh, young age, I knew what it meant to be a teacher. I knew that work does not end after the school day. <laughs> right. I knew that a lot of the stuff you have to take home. I know that teaching has to be something you really want to do. So since a young age, I knew all the things that teachers really do, pe mm -hmm. things that they don't tell you during your college years. Right. But growing up, I always said, oh, I don't want to be a teacher. No, I know what it takes. I don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> so I went into business when I was in college, then nursing. But I guess it was in me, and I ended up going to the education school at UT Tyler. So I guess I knew it all along. I just didn't want to accept it. But I had two good role models in teaching, my mom, my aunt, they always were passionate about it. They were always encouraging their students. They were always there, not only academically, but also um, supporting their students' behavior, social, emotional, anything they could do. Right, the whole child. The whole. And you did, yeah, you really did. You got to see them help their students maybe who were struggling or mm -hmm. that they were having lots of successes, but then realizing what it really takes to be mm -hmm. a teacher. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that y'all use your own money for classroom mm -hmm. supplies, setting up your rooms to where they are engaging, um, that sometimes you lend out some lunch money here and there, yes. um, all the things. And, and definitely it is it is a 24-7 job during the school year. It, it, it is. is. It really it is. is. But it's worth it because you get to have that personal connection with those kiddos. Um, tell us a little bit uh, about what what is a day like in your classroom? What What is it like if I was going to be one of your sixth or seventh grade middle school students? Well, um, it is very interesting, let me tell you. what I, If you were in my classroom, you would probably be working in a group with your assigned group, with your partner, with your students. That is something we do in the dual language program. You have a partner that you talk to cause, uh, because we need to create those experiences for you. So you would be working in a group, and then you will see me working in a group. I will be working with you if you're struggling in a certain area, and then it's usually rotation. Um, you would also experience me walking around, making sure that you're following directions, doing what you're supposed to. But we also have a lot of uh, presentations in Spanish, of course, mm -hmm. especially for a social studies class, Spanish one and two classes. So if you were my student, you would be hands-on learning. You would mm -hmm. be making presentations, making sure you're presenting, speaking correctly in both languages, working with your group, working with your partner, making uh, presentations that are not just um, for you to read, but for you to understand, for you to explain the class. You would be researching. Mm-hmm for uh, to present the class. So there's a lot of things going on. And at the same time, building up their confidence, letting them mm -hmm. get comfortable in front of their peers and in front of yes. adults um, in a safe environment so that they can can grow that confidence because it's only going to, to go on from there once they reach high school and the different levels of, of work that they'll be doing at, at that age. 
What about um, just instilling in them like that, that hard work pays off? I mean, I can't imagine trying to teach students in two different languages and, and making sure that they are proficient in two different languages. Yes, when you mention um, that it pays off, yes, students know from a young age at Barbell that it's very important to know two languages. They know that it pays off to be appreciative of, of other cultures. And I think it's something we're just working on. Students already know it. We're just um, helping, helping them grow that skill, helping them grow all of those abilities that they already have such as presenting, being able to do presentations in both languages, not just one. So those are skills that are transferring and we're, we know for sure that they will have those skills when they move on to high school. Well, if I was talking to some of the kids in your class, some of the students, and I was like, okay, tell me three things about her and why, what would they say? <laughs> How would they describe you? I think uh, the first thing will be uh, trustworthy. Mm -hmm. I would say this because this year I created lunch groups. Every Friday, students had the option to sign up to come eat lunch with me. They didn't have to, it was totally optional. Um, and I told them, if you need to come talk to me, just come, I'll be here, but just Fridays. Yes. <laughs> just Fridays. And at first, some of them were hesitant, like, do I really want to go talk to the teacher? Yes. But then once a few students started doing it, then I had them fighting. Who is coming today? No, I already signed up. Well, no, it's my turn. And then that created an environment of trust in mm -hmm. which they had the opportunity to share with me their struggles, not only academically, but struggles that, you know, all teenagers have. Yes. So I think that created an opportunity for them to trust me and for us to create a relationship. And so that's like a one-on-one -on -one lunch. So they have your undivided attention or is it small? It varies. It varies. It, varies. Uh, it was usually group lunch, but sometimes I would have students that would say, can I come to you on a Monday, on a Tuesday? And of course, I didn't tell them, no, it's not Friday. But yeah, th then if they needed that one-on-one, -on -one, then they would have that opportunity as well. Tell us a little bit about your beliefs on teaching. I do believe that one important thing uh, for me as a teacher is to provide experiences for them. Mm -hmm. One example I can give you is the journalism club. Sometimes we are not aware of all of the strengths students have. Some students are stronger in math, some students are stronger in reading, but I believe that we need to provide those experiences for students so they can develop that strength. I do believe that it is very important for them because they, then that way they experiment and they play with little things here and there. So they become aware, oh, I'm really good at this. And then it helps them. It helps them later on. And so what about um, motivation uh, to maybe do those things that are a little bit harder or that aren't their strengths? How do you motivate them in the classroom? Motivation is really important, especially during middle school years, because we do find them not wanting to do what they're told just because they're teenagers. Right? Yes. <laughs> I have one. Her favorite word is no. <laughs> yes. I have found that if I show excitement and if I let them know and prove them, look, you're, you're very good at this. Why don't you give it a try? Then, you know, they're, they're more lenient. They want to do stuff. But I think it becomes 
I think it starts with the attitude from the teacher as well and also mm-hmm. from the environment in the classroom. We have an environment in which students have to support each other and that also helps. And speaking of support, you also need that parental support. It is definitely yes. a partnership. What are some things that you would like for parents to know on how they can support you as a teacher and, and support their student at home? I think the key word is involvement. Mm-hmm. I do believe that it's a work of three people, teacher, student, and parents. We do need parents to be involved in their students' education, what they're learning, to just ask the simple questions. Show me, do you have any papers at home? So what I would ask from parents is involvement. Talk to your talk to your child, ask them how, because I know if you ask, how did it go? What did you learn? They're going to say nothing. It was fine. But mm-hmm. I think going being present at school events, mm-hmm. things that parents stop doing in middle school that they mm-hmm. do in elementary, I think it's still important for them to see you there at every ceremony award recognition, field day, little events that happen during the school year. I think it's important for parents to be there. Yes, and stay so, involved. Yes, stay, stay involved. involved. Know the teacher's name. Yes. Stay involved in the PTA, still be up at the school. That's all super helpful, absolutely. Well, so you are our secondary district teacher of the year, which is amazing, but that also means that you now get to go to the next level. So how do you feel about being able to uh, be one of the ones considered at the regional level for Region 7 teacher of the year? That is something that could happen. Yes, definitely. I've, I have thought of it. And, um, you know, I'm just working right now, finishing my application for uh, Region 7 Teacher of the Year. But I think as a teacher, you wake up every day not thinking, oh, what award am I going to get today? I'm still in the mindset of how am I going to help this kid grow? What am I going to do to help support this other student? It is special. It is, you know, something I do talk to my students about. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something that just helps me grow as a teacher as well and, you know, keep doing what I'm doing and the why and because it's all for the students. And hopefully some of those students will, like you, when you were their age, you're going to be planting <laughs> some seeds for yes. our future educators as they look to what they can become and for successful student outcomes in all their different pathways. Thank you so much again for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. And thank you for tuning in and checking out this podcast. If you would like to share it with your friends and family, we would love for you to do so. Also, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcast and Spotify. 